What is going on, guys? Welcome to the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast, episode four. Wow. Man, we are already at episode four. We're growing four. up, four years old. Four years old. We are loving it. You know, thank you guys all for the support so far. Super pumped to be here. Um, so basically, we posted uh, in our coaching group, you know, announcing that we have this podcast and asking you guys to ask us questions. So, you know, Mailbox Monday, we're going to make this a thing. And we're going to jump into the first one um, from Karen. What is something you guys preach often to your clients, but maybe struggle to practice yourself? It could be lifestyle, nutrition, or fitness related. Uh, so for my Myself, I'm gonna have to say being a little bit more consistent consistent sorry uh, on the weekends I do obviously preach this to my clients because I do know it's um, very imperative for people to see results so for myself I'm gonna be completely honest with you guys you know sometimes my caloric intake will far exceed uh, what it would during the week on the weekends maybe I won't be as consistent with my uh, my workouts and stuff I still am able to reach my goals accordingly but I think I could at a bit of a faster rate if I were to be a bit more consistent on the weekend before I jump into mine, I just want to say, please leave a review. We're, we're here. We're dedicated. While we're filming this, a squirrel jumped up on my, my car and it tried burrowing some big fruit into the hood of my uh, my Mercedes and we're just trucking away. We just filmed this this content for you guys. So if that yeah. doesn't deserve a five-star rating, I don't know what does. Yeah, man. But yeah, it's been, it's been a lot of fun filming these. If you're listening to this, you're the best. I hope you learned so much from this. But let's get into my vices here. So I'd say my biggest vice, I think I'm very passionate, especially with my online clients, something I constantly reg people for is challenging themselves, increasing their weights, increasing their intensities. And uh, this is something I would say I kind of, me and Kyle even kind of fell in a little bit of funk. We just kind of would do our same weights, so the exercise we were comfortable with. They're just for a short period of time, a couple of months, but we got an app uh, just to kind of, we started tracking the weights we've been doing, and I find that's kind of reinvigorated me in the process of trying to get stronger. It's it's tough, too, when you're working up at such a high point and doing it for eight years to constantly try to challenge yourself and say, hey, I can go from 100 pounds on the shoulder press to 110. I'm just going to have to be diligent and really push myself past my comfort zone and do that. We, we struggled to answer this question, and I know I probably have a million things I could do a lot better, but that is the one that's most apparent to me. Uh, so we'll jump into number two. This is from Matthew. What are some tips to increase your squat and deadlift when you plateau? And this is a really great question because this is something a lot of people get. So squat and deadlift, um, a lot of people really struggle with form. Uh, we have fantastic videos. Uh, we'll link these in the show notes on how to deadlift, how to squat. Um, obviously our how-to series, I'm sure, is how a lot of people have found us and probably discovered this podcast as a result as well. But if you have not, definitely check out our form videos. There's some fantastic content for you to explore there. And the thing with form, when someone, when someone will say, hey, can you look at my form? Um, I'm not sure if I'm doing this right. I'm not getting stronger. Uh, usually I'll find that they're doing something wrong. So for deadlifts, they'll shoot their legs up and then do it all with their back. So this inefficiency is almost a good thing in the sense that fixing this inefficiency and lifting the weight in the most efficient and intelligent way possible will likely result in you to have more strength. It's the same with arching in your bench, things like that. So this is uh, specifically to squat and deadlift, so I'll address those. So for squat, one of the easiest ways to increase your squat is to increase your frequency. That's probably the number one answer I'll have for you. 
So if you're squatting once a week, go up to twice a week. Um, if you're doing twice a week, go up to three times a week. But this is only if you're a very experienced lifter. You don't want to go just pounding volume from the get-go and kind of cheating your way through it. You kind of got to grind out your time at that one a week, that two week. And three should be if you're pretty advanced and you're pretty strong and you have a decent, I'd say have like a Wilkes over 300. It's kind of an arbitrary rule, but that's my current viewpoint on this matter. And then aside from that, um, with squat and deadlift, the second best thing you can do in my opinion is accessory that will help support the main lift. So for squats, some examples of those could be um, pause squats. Pause squats are great for building power out of the whole of the squat. A lot of people struggle to come up there. Uh, if you have like a lot of butt wink, you can work exercises to kind of fight that. If you have weaker hamstrings, you can do things to work that, like stiff like deadlifts, etc. There's so many benefits there. And then deadlifts, there's a million you can do. You can do deficit deadlifts. You can do rack pulls. You can do pause deadlifts. You can do all the banded deadlifts things that will help build up the weak spot. So if you're really bad on the deadlift off the floor, do deficit deadlifts while you're black and blue. Uh, maybe not to that extreme, but it's definitely something you want to incorporate, take advantage of, bring up those weaknesses, and when those come up, everything should kind of unlock, move really cleanly and intelligently. And then if you're doing all these things and you're still feeling like you can't kind of succeed with this, I really recommend coaching because the appropriate programming, peaking, and intelligent programming at that. It's not always about beating yourself up. It's about working within your maxes, knowing when to stop, knowing when to push, knowing what percentages you should be battling out and how to progress forward uh, is how the ultimate way how you're really going to blow up those numbers. Some great advice, man. This is a good question. How to get a gym buddy? I switched to new gym and it's been four months. I don't have a single person from Pakistan. Um, this is a great question. I'm trying to think back when Josh and myself were working out how we kind of like connected and stuff. I think we were just, you know, there at the, at the same gym and just somehow, you know, we knew each other from hockey before. So we're like, hey, let's work out, you know. But it's very imperative that you guys find someone who has kind of like a similar mindset to you or else it will actually bring you down, right? So, you know, if you're just in a random gym, I'd say maybe try to find someone who looks like a similar build. They don't exactly have to, you know, be a similar build, but um, just someone who's there at a consistent time with you, who you feel like you guys could work off of each other, connect with them, talk to them, you know, hear a little bit about their principles. Because like I said, if you're one person who believes that um you know a deadlift is horrible and then you're someone who wants to do deadlifting like you're just going to have so many um mixed matching beliefs and it's just not going to work out but i'm sure you got some advice yeah so i saw a really cool app we're from toronto so um our main transportation here this is going to go somewhere don't worry is a ttc so i saw an ad on the ttc and it's like this big bus essentially and the ad was um, a T the TTC is just a limo full of friends you haven't met yet and I thought that was a really funny and cool way to kind of visualize that or they said it was like yeah a limo of friends you've never met yet so even the gym like if you he said he's going to the gym mm -hmm. so to me that gym could be full of potential friends and colleagues and to the people that have been going to the same gym for a while you're going to run into similar people that you've seen before you're going to get friendly with people so I mean even just smile at people, you know, compliment them, say, that's a fantastic deadlift, man. Like, do you have any tips for me? And people love to impart knowledge, like, especially if you're coming from a place of humility and if you want to work with someone who's above you, which I always recommend, if you're with someone who's stronger and bigger than you, that's going to bring you up, right? You, you want to try to advance in that sense. So a lot of people are very, very happy to take people under their wing. So even in my home gym, we have a friend, Sasha, he's a great guy, and I know he'll train. He's a really big dude. He's been a gym vet for a long time. He'll 
he'll take like six different dudes through workouts, try to educate them, teach them the ropes. And so many people in the gym are so much nicer than they look. There's people that look so intimidating. Nine times out of ten, they're really nice. They're really positive, happy people that are going to want you to succeed. They're going to want to be your gym buddy. And if you see the same people at the same times as you, people will be very open, more likely than not, to start working out with you. That's how you network out. You meet their friends, etc. So that's probably my number one tip. Yeah, I'd even say uh, use your social media. Like make a Facebook yeah. post, Instagram story, whatever, and say, hey, here's where I go to the gym. Here's um, you know what my goals are. Anyone want, who wants to join, then come join me. So it's a great idea. Yeah. Too. Enough about that. Uh, What's the, the next, next question. One? What's what the next your, one out of the mailbag? What are your current maxes in the big three? So. Current, I assume, is like what I could do at this very day. Oh, I don't want to talk and, about that. <laughs> and I, like, I don't know, 100%. So my mo- my well, best bench and my recent bench was a 365. Could I do that right now if I lined up? Maybe, maybe not. Probably more likely than not. So a lot of the time when you hit maxes, you peak for them and you program for them. So I'll, I'll just say what they are. So 365. I did a 585 pretty easily the other day for a couple. So I think I could pull 600, 610 fairly easily, reasonably. But I have done 615. Um, my squat, I kind of messed up my calf. Nothing serious. Really small, if anything, a baby injury. But kind of set me back. So I'm just getting back at that. No clue what my max would be at. I honestly was getting so peaked and so ready to squat um, six plates, and I was so excited for that. I don't even know how much that is. I assume that's... It'd be 585. Would it be? Yeah. Yeah, because, okay, at 495. So, yeah, that's a fun fact, too. If you've noticed, as you jump up with weights, it uh, it changes from that, right? So you have 315, and then it goes um, 405. 405, and then you get um, four. 95 and then you get 585 it's really weird but that's 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 plate math you're going up by 90 so i mean i don't know i i I know i could easily hit like 500 and something but i've done 545 i think was my best squat but i'd love to get above that yeah and then for myself and this is in uh pounds by the way it's not kilograms unfortunately (laughs) i wish (laughs) um for the squat i've done 460 and um for the deadlift about 525 unofficial i think 510 in competition and then 280 um paused for uh bench press so next question what path did you both take to get into the fitness industry and where did your paths meet along the way what path did you both take in the fitness industry, and where did you pass me along the way? Oh, um, so sports, probably both of us played a lot of sports. Um, and then for me, like in high school, I had a hockey fitness class where we actually were taken to the gym and told how we could use exercise and weight training to improve us as athletes for hockey. Uh, I know you're similar, right? Yeah, similar. I was in um, a high school program called Birchmont Exceptional Athlete Program, so you had to kind of apply to get in there, and it was just like, you know, 10 times more advanced than a gym class, which I appreciated. I was a long-distance runner, similar to Josh, played hockey, and then once I started lifting... I was no know, runner. I'm a horrible <laughs> runner. <laughs> everything, uh, everything went up from there, um, so... That's that. I'm uh, just got to pull up the Facebook. And, uh, next uh, was how did you get sponsored by EHP? Or what was your first sponsor? Was it EHP Labs, yeah. right? Yeah. So, um, no, EHP Labs was not our first sponsorship. My first sponsorship was a company called Basic Army. It was a clothing company, and that was for skateboarding. That's a fun fact. I was actually sponsored in skateboarding, and it kind of gave me a slight insight to the world of what that was before getting into fitness. But our first fitness sponsorship, if you could count it as that, would be Fitmart. Um, so it was like a big company 
they were okay. They gave us a lot of bags. Uh, the relationship kind of just dissolved, and we both just kind of moved on. But they're a good company. They have good bags. Nothing but good things to say about them. Um, our first supplement sponsor would be My Protein. Yeah. We we're with My Protein for a while. Also, another great company, especially if you're on a really big budget. But currently, we're with EHP Labs, and I'm just going to answer this question because mm -hmm. I'd say I get a DM every day. Um, <laughs> did you contact EHP Labs or did they contact you? Um, they contacted us. We were in New York. Um, we got an email, and then uh, they're a company we watched and followed a little bit, and they said, hey, we like what you're about. Do you know about our brand? Would you be interested in a sponsorship? And that kind of took us where we are today, and we, I thoroughly believe they have the best supplements in the world right now, and I'm passionate about bringing the best products to the best people that are obviously followers of this podcast and Colossus Fitness. If you guys are followers of this, clearly you know what's up. You're into fitness. You're looking for the right advice. So if you haven't tried them out, Go to hplabs.com. You can use our code Colossus10. Save 10% on any order. Give it it's a shot. Best, best dosed um, uh, supplements in the world. So, for instance, their protein. They bought like a machine that was like a million or so dollars to make sure it wasn't spiked. So you get exactly like 24 grams is 24 grams of protein. There's no question. So if you know what protein spiking is, a lot of companies have been busted where they'll say there's 26 grams of protein, but there's really only 17, and the testing is wrong. And if you think about how much that would compound and how much that can mess you up over time that's horrible so hp they're very true they're very simple with their ingredients there's not a ton of nonsense in there they're not um using proprietary blends like the protein and everything is just fantastic quality it's the best taste profiles too you kyle's crazy oh, this man. guy's always got a supplement in his hand right every day man i'm passionate about it and uh you guys should be too yeah um, so yeah, a couple of you guys asked like many questions. We want to give everyone a chance to yeah, uh, we'll move down. Yeah, we'll move down. Um, for someone that wants a career in health and fitness, what's the hardest part about making money in this industry? So it's a great question. Oh, that's an awesome. Yeah, question. like we've been doing this Who all. Said that? Uh, Christopher Rosick. Shout out to you, man. Yeah, it's that's a great a question. Um, I mean, we we're gonna talk about it on the perspective of like us working for ourselves because we actually haven't really worked for anyone else like within the fitness industry exactly um, I'd say just like at first especially like the the consistency especially when we started um, we were doing a million things we were working part-time jobs and we were kind of like half in like our toes were just dipped in but we weren't fully there so mm -hmm. it was very tough you know trying to make money because we weren't able to fully dedicate ourselves to our clients to our videos to our Instagram stories and stuff like that so if you are gonna try to make this um, a passion or sorry like an actual uh, you know career then you're gonna want to be fully in and another thing is I'm gonna also say um, just always being in shape like believe it or not like you know mm -hmm. one of the biggest things within this is uh, as a trainer and online coach and a youtuber like it's very tough um, to just like be out of shape and not to kind of follow the rules that you're gonna give to clients and subscribers because you know they'll catch on to that so it's always got to be something you're passionate about that you're preaching and uh, that, that was literally in our EHP labs contract was yeah. that we would stay in shape yeah so that's that's a fun one and yeah just to add on to that not so much with just working in the fitness industry, but I would say a big thing too is burnout. Like I know a lot of different people are even coming and saying that YouTube's hard. There's a lot of burnout, and a lot, to most people, like and to the, those of you listening, you say, "Well, I work hard, eight hours a day, doing 
XYZ, I wish I could just film myself on a camera and that's my life. Don't get me wrong, we're incredibly blessed. It's an amazing job, it's so fun. But it can be really dragging to always produce content, original content. It's 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 hard to explain why it's so hard, but it just gets tiring on you. And even sometimes, you know, you just want to experience the moment. You don't always want to have to film it and prepare this package for everyone externally. You just want to experience and embrace life. So it's really about learning how to be mature and intelligent with that and really finding your balance, what works for you and chasing the right kind of direction. Yes, sir. Um, someone, Justin Wood said, what can someone who lives in the apartment with no weights get a decent workout? So Kyle is actually the number one traveling personal trainer in Toronto. So I'm sure he's got some great tips. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I got a lot of clients and you know, some don't have weights and some just have cables. Some only have dumbbells, but I mean, um, you know, if you have no weights, there's definitely a way, like if you're just trying to be, become massive and like Arnold, obviously it's not going to be possible. Well, also you need steroids for that too, but, um, I mean, you get the point. Like if you're just looking to be in shape and get a decent workout, like you're saying, like you can do so many body weight things. You can do push-ups. If push-ups become too easy, you can do clapping push-ups. You know, you could do single just, arm push-ups, yeah. burpees, There's so squats, jump squats. Um, I, I'd honestly give a big shout out to P90X. It is so minimal equipment. Like if you're at home and you want to get a pretty good routine going, P90X is one of the things that got me seriously into programming. I sucked that 90 days and it's a really good simple program but there's so many things wall sits you can do um, just really kind of get to researching at home exercises there are just there's a surplus of things you can do and you can stay in great shape even without weights yeah no absolutely um Huge shout out to Karen. She's asked two more questions. I do want to answer one of them because it seems pretty uh, pretty funny. It's one of Josh's uh, in-person powerlifting clients. Um, so how do you guys deal with social media overwhelm? YouTube comments, Instagram tags, emails, client texts, phone calls, etc. Oh, yeah. So even with online coaching, I mean, I get too many texts like at any given point I swear I'll have like 30 or so texts so we do unlimited interaction because I'm a firm believer that if you hire me I'm there to help you even if you have a stupid it's seemingly a stupid question no question is stupid in my opinion because it's so saturated the fitness industry and that's part of the reason I want to do this everything's so confusing there's an influx of knowledge and a lot of it is horrible or it's just made for means to an end to try to sell something so I'm a firm believer and I'll answer questions because things can be very very confusing and even something that might be very simple to me could be very complicated to someone else but the best way I've found to balance this is I mean if you need to turn your phone off for a bit turn your phone off for a bit that's something I've been doing a bit more recently and uh, for me I try to answer all my clients um, in the morning and at night so I just keep it to two times a day instead of constantly doing it um, and that's fine you know I take the 30 minutes to an hour in the morning I answer everyone really great and if something's super urgent obviously I'll answer someone but that's that's done me really well and same with Instagram DMs obviously there's a ton of those so I'll answer all those in the morning and just try to be really systematic, answer all the YouTube comments once or twice a week. Like we've just learned to kind of batch things up instead of doing it a hundred times in a week, yeah. just be intelligent with it. Yeah, no, that's, I couldn't uh, add anything there. That's perfect. Um, Josh Langerfeld said, uh, or asked, will you two ever think about competing in bodybuilding or physique again? Um, I'll give my take to be completely honest. I really don't have any desire. Um, right now I'm shredding. I feel good. Like I like to be in shape, but I just don't really care to step on stage and have anyone um, you know critique me and tell me 
anything needs to be changed. You know what I mean? Like a lot of it's politics as well. We had a, um, we had a really bad yeah, experience. Yeah, we'll yeah, we we'll make a podcast yeah. on competing. I like the thought of competing. I also don't like a lot about it. Um, I have a lot. Yeah, we could definitely do. We should do one on um, just all competitions. Even that, yeah. that's a really good question. But yeah, no immediate desire at all for sure in the physique realm. Yeah, powerlifting eventually. I mean, it's fun yeah, lifting heavy weights and you know, you know, competing with other people and actually working towards each other. And that's the difference I like about powerlifting. It seems like everyone's together, and physiques more so like everyone's just giving each other cut eye and thinking they look better than each other. But that's just my personal thought. Yeah, it's it's a tough one for sure. Jacob Tolkinson, this guy's a beauty. Oh, if you had to beast. choose one. Bodybuilding aesthetics of the division of your choosing or some crazy levels of strength strength Which would you choose? I would choose aesthetics for sure. I mean, I'm already pretty strong I'm decently aesthetic, but I'm not like Z's level aesthetic and I mean being aesthetic sick I mean having good genetics is wonderful. You can literally get away with so much less yeah. and uh, at the end of the day being strong is cool and all but it's not the most necessary thing right like it's yeah. you, there's always the analogy bodybuilders love to use this to kind of harp on like powerlifters you see two guys walking down the street one guy looks like he works out hardly ever and one guy looks massive you know what the bodybuilder does but you don't know that the other guy's a powerlifter like you'd have no clue yeah. kind of in a sea crowd of people so that's where I stand but currently I love a little bit of both yeah uh, I mean the exact same way I mean strength is great and all but Aesthetics definitely takes the cake there. So we got one last question um, and there's actually four questions in this one It's about how Colossus Fitness began like what the passion was behind it and like a backstory So what we're actually gonna do is we're gonna save these questions um, About like how we began and where we started and why we started for an entire podcast just about like everything So that's probably gonna be the next upload. Uh, yeah, well, well, we'll get it queued Eventually, up. Yeah, yeah, we'll get it queued up We'll we'll definitely yeah, we could do it next. Even for how sure. do you guys know each other? Yeah, there's like yeah five we'll we'll do here. a full backstory one. Uh, we've done it on other people's podcasts, ironically, but not our own. Yeah. So that's something we'll definitely do. It's a lot of info for us to get into, and it's something we most certainly will get into. But I guess we'll just leave that for today. Uh, this is already over 20 minutes, which would be our longest podcast yet. Uh, we feel like we got to earn your ear and really make sure we got everything down. Obviously, we want to work on. For me, I talk a little bit fast I can be a little bit monotone so I got to really make sure to pronunciate and uh, we, you know we're gonna get better we're filming these in a car so if there's a touch of background noise we're sorry but we're gonna try to constantly get better and just make this podcast greater and greater uh, for us a big point was just to do it we said we wanted a podcast for like a year oh, we made so long hundred excuses oh we need a mic we need this and that we need uh, someone to do it for yeah, us. yeah so <laughs> we just we took the reins here we are we're fired up so uh, here's about the time I give you guys a pretty long uh, plug on how to review it it'll mean it. the world so instead of it being long please review the podcast do us a solid if you haven't already if you have share it with a friend as well you are the best and uh, we will see you in the next upload peace